Hello once again and welcome back to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman. I'm the pastor at Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. And today in our devotional journey through the Gospel of John, we are going to look at some more of the uh, the conversation between Jesus and the religious leaders of his day. Now, where we left off last time, we left off with a key statement. Jesus has just described how his sheep hear his voice. He is the good shepherd. Jesus has described that those that the Father puts into his hands that no one can snatch out. In fact, Jesus even says that no one can snatch his sheep out of the Father's hands. And now, uh, really, this verse, I, I could have included it in our previous one, but I wanted to save it for today, kind of as a standalone, because this is, uh, this is the, the powder keg being lit. There is a, there is a, a confrontation that, that really results in these next few words that Jesus says. And so let's open up to John, the Gospel of John, chapter 10, verses 30 through 33. Jesus here, he says, I am the Father are one. Now, remember, he just said, the, the, the sheep, no one snatches them out of my hand. The sheep, no one snatches them out of the Father's hand. What he's describing here is that, that he and the Father, they share a divine will. They share a divine task. They are completely and totally united in this. And we've seen Jesus talk about this unity before when, uh, when he did a previous healing back in John chapter 5. And when Jesus made this statement, well, the Jews, they wanted to kill him because of because of the significance of what he is saying here. Well, look at what they, how they respond. They say, the Jews, <laughs> they pick up stones again to stone him. And Jesus answered them, I have shown you many good works from the Father. For which of them are you going to stone me? He says, look, I've done all these signs. Why are you stoning me? Remember, all of these signs point to his identity as the unique son of God. As the divine incarnate son of God, the lamb of God who has come to take away the sins of the world. Well, they respond here. It says the Jews answered him. It is not for a good work that we are going to stone you, but for blasphemy. Because you, being a man, make yourself God. Now, the, the Jews, here's, here's what they're thinking. They're thinking that Jesus, he's equating himself to the same level of God. They're thinking that he is making himself another God. They're, they're really not quite understanding the, the fullness of what Jesus is saying and the implications of what he's saying. Jesus is talking about his unity with the Father. He's talking about he and the Father share the same exact will. He and, his, he and the Father share the same exact task because he is united completely as the second member of the triune God. Jesus is himself, in fact, divine. He is God. But what the Jews are hearing is they're saying Jesus is saying he is another God. He is separate from God. He is equal with God. He is, he is another God. And this is what's leading them to this, this violent response, this response that's saying, Jesus, you can't do that. You're not a God. Well, in a sense, they're right. In a sense, they're wrong. He is not a God. He is the one true God. He is the second member of the triune God who exists in perfect unity. He is, he is part of this trinity, this triunity. And this is what leads them to such a violent response. Now, they are somewhat right and somewhat wrong. But, but here's what I want us to understand here. Jesus and the Father are one. 
Jesus never once does anything outside of his heavenly Father's will. Jesus is in perfect unity with his heavenly Father. And in this, we have confidence that Jesus is in fact, he, he is divine. He is one with God. Now, what do we do with this today as our, as our ancient way for our modern day? Well, once again, this leads us to a high view of Christ. Brother or sister, listener, whoever is listening to this right now, we must always remember that Christ, he had a high view of himself. The scriptures have a high view of him. We go back all the way to the beginning of the, the book of John. It says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Jesus is in fact the divine son of God. He's not a son of God. As if all of us are going to become sons of God in some ways, all of us can achieve this Godhood and Jesus is this prototypical example that we follow so that we can become sons of God. And then as some cults would teach, we will inhabit our own world where we will be the God of our own world. No, that is not what's going on here at all. Jesus is the, the eternal, preexistent, divine Son of God. He is, in fact, God himself. He is united with the Father. He is united with the Spirit. We should never, we should never minimize that. We should never lessen that. And that also means we should never exalt ourselves. We should never think that we can become a God. This is what the, the thinking of the religious leaders got right. No, no man should ever make themselves God, but that's not what Jesus was doing. Jesus was revealing who he was. We must be careful then to always exalt Christ, never diminish him. And we should be careful to, to never exalt ourselves, thinking we should become as God, we should become divine. That is, that is far from biblical orthodoxy. That is far from what the Bible teaches See, our ancient way for our modern day, simply put, let's land this. Jesus is the divine son of God. We are not. We should not expect to become gods ourselves, but rather we should always exalt Christ for who he is and ultimately for what he has done. This is our ancient way for our modern day.